Hello friends and welcome to our new episode of IT Coffee Break. It's about IT news and interviews. My name is Anastasia Vesieva. I'm a communication specialist at EPAM Czech Republic. My co-host for today is Tomasz Vyskočel. Tomas is a software engineer at EPAM Czech Republic. Originally from Prague, Tomas has been working at EPAM Czech Republic for over two years now. Hi Tomas, good morning. Great to talk to you today. Hi Anastasia, good morning. At the beginning, we usually play a quick this or that game. I ask, and you choose just one answer you like the most between two. Let's start. Okay. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Fast food or cooking? Cooking, definitely. Comedy or drama? Drama, I'm more drama boy. Football or hockey? Football. Early bird or night owl? Definitely night owl. It's really nice to get to know you a bit better. And now let's switch to the world of software engineering. What originally got you interested in software engineering? Uh, I guess like combination of my own uh, feeling for for putting everything in order. And also I have uh, like 11, almost 11 years older brother who was uh, already into computers. So since my childhood, I had computers around me and my brother was already programming some basic stuff in Delphi and so on. Of course, like when I was young, I was more into games, etc. But just uh, just having those things around me and since I was, uh, I think, like 10 or 11, I started to program or script uh, like basic uh, web pages for my gaming guild or whatever. So yeah, the, that was uh, that was the start. Wow, cool, cool role model you have, and practically the family business, if I can put it that way. And uh, how long have you been in the software domain? Well, since basically like working-wise for past uh, eight years now, uh, but uh, otherwise. Uh, I don't know, basically since high school, because even my high school was uh, connected uh, to computers. And uh, could you name one word you associate with your profession now? One word? Um, yeah, it's a tough one. Only one word. <laughs> uh, I, I would stay with, uh, with the order. Uh, everything has to be put into order, uh, be it your working behavior during the day, be it the code, uh, be, it, uh, be it the business analysis, everything. And order, it brings me to mind uh, the philosophy. So, you know, the difference, there are so many ideas. What is basically the software engineering? Art or craft? What's about your point of view? How do you see that? I think it's uh, like with everything, you know, uh, uh, be it uh, building a statue, building a house, uh, playing football or hockey, whatever sport. For most people, it's a craft. For the best, best ones, it's uh, it's art. So I, I would say for me, it's still uh, more of craft, uh, but okay. I'm proud of it. Uh, and uh, I think it's a nice uh, life to have some craft to be good at. Absolutely. And uh, why do you like being a software engineer? Yeah, you like the order, but what else? Also, the, the possibility of uh, creating stuff. And uh, yeah, as I, as I said, I was like around computers uh, from the childhood. So uh, just, uh, just even for me, like to 
built my uh, first computer hardware-wise and everything like uh, to set it up. And it's, it meant something for me like uh, to, to uh, be able to show the world around me that uh, I can be productive, I can be creative. Uh-huh. So order, creativity and productivity. Uh, I wonder, is there success there as well? How do you define success in your domain? What is it for you? Mm, that's a nice question. Well, um, to determine success, it's it's not so easy. Like everybody has a bit different meaning for that. Uh, but definitely what we can agree, I think, everybody on is that uh, to be successful nowadays, uh, you have to be able to quickly learn new languages, uh, new stuff, because when, when you switch uh, between different clients, you always... Uh, Whatever your job is, be it your your database guy or your programmer guy uh, or business analysts, uh, you still have to be able to quickly switch be- between the uh, businesses and what's their core product and and uh, of course the data hierarchy and data stream and da- data flow is different based on the business. So definitely being able to quickly reflect that and quickly learn new things. Uh, How do you continue to learn in order to stay on top of things within your role? And how do you find time? What do you do to grow professionally? Well, there are two basic ways. uh, ways, And uh, one is that... uh, I think the the most uh, most basic is uh, that your project uh, kind of pushes you to to learn something new because you need it to to be able to fulfill your assignment or whatever. And second one is uh, of course in in your own time, and I think that's what uh, differentiates uh, the the great guys from the good guys is uh, is to to really like your job to really like what you do and use it even in your own time so uh, for me i i started with sql and databases and uh, i always uh, tried to learn even in my own time so that meant for me that i could go quickly from just some data specialist to data developer and uh, build build the entire databases but even in my own time not just getting better at what i do in the work but lately uh, two or three months ago i actually because of this whole quarantine and everything i had a lot of vacation so so i took uh, one week of vacation just to stay at home and uh, actually learn a not new programming language, but new programming language for me. And that is uh, MQL for, for building uh, trading algorithms. So yeah, it's it's the combination, of course. So a lot you learn just being uh, on a project on uh, with a client because you just need to prove something, uh, do something. So that pushes you. Um, but it's also very convenient and very good for you to learn in your own time. But uh, there has to be the thing that that uh, it, it has to be fun for you and not some hard labor or whatever. What's the biggest area you are curious about now? Because I know you were assigned to a new project. And what are some of the things you're researching the most right now? 
you're absolutely absolutely correct i was assigned to a new one and uh, in every project uh, there is like this onboarding phase so so far i'm more like installing software and uh, getting accesses and rights to different systems so i'm not able yet to speak uh, about what uh, what exactly uh, will i do there but i have some overview and that's uh, Again, like uh, data preparation, working with data flow, and uh, actually here uh, my own primary primary uh, thing will be to contact business users and create some uh, Tableau dashboards, reports, whatever they need. So you're getting settled. <laughs> in a new project but yeah that's 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 always uh, but yeah here i i will be using uh, some new new software pretty new software called alterix which some uh, workflow chart uh, with data streams you can use there whatever sources be it uh, like just work in database or just pick random excel or flat file or even some uh, rest api uh, so in in this sense it's very nice it can combine various sources on one place and work with them uh very quickly uh so yeah we will see looks looks interesting definitely okay thomas and what are you responsible for briefly what exactly do you do in your current role uh, well, I will be mostly responsible to be some sort of guide for the business users to show them the possibilities of the data that they can see and also uh, develop them the final solution. So give them some web service uh, via Tableau that will show them uh, like uh, dashboards and drill down data reports. Uh, so yeah, the, that will be my main responsibility to to be able to show uh, the business people what they want and what they can possibly even get better. So yeah, that's that's main. And uh, as you were mentioning that you've been with the data more than eight years, but basically since school, uh, how did you get started at IPAM Czech Republic? Uh, could you tell me why did you choose IPAM and why you stay here? Uh, EPUM actually uh, offered me a nice, uh, nice project, and uh, they contacted me themselves. So it was uh, basically very quick and very nice. Uh, I went to interview in two days, and uh, like in 20 or 30 minutes uh, after the interview, they already called me that there were uh, they were very satisfied and they want uh, wanted to hire me. I started to work for EPUM like three years ago and basically two projects. Uh, so I started uh, at one also SQL developer and now more data analysis, uh, reporting and uh, other stuff. And uh, what is the best thing about being a part of EPUM Czech Republic? Um, I I really liked the people that I met here. So it was very easy to to get into into the first project and i have to say even the second project i'm i'm not uh, directly working with uh, guys from czech office uh, it's more like now ipam around the world but also i have to have to say again that it's nice experience uh, the everybody is kind and the onboarding is uh, is very uh, very quick and easy
What is the most challenging part of your recent role and what is the most exciting? Uh, for me, the, the most exciting is, is to, to learn the new stuff about the new customer. It's always like a different business or a different type of data. So every, every time you, you kind of learn something new about the world. And uh, the most challenging, well, as always, uh, it's, it's basically the same answer. Data is never the same. So uh, you always have to learn a lot of new things and be able to quickly respond to different uh, data systems and data hierarchy. It's, it's basically the same answer for two questions. But you are mentioning uh, that uh, you have new colleagues all around the world. So we really have a very bright and multi multinational team uh, in IPAM, IPAM Czech Republic and IPAM Global. Uh, so how do you like it working uh, with uh, people from different ways of life from different countries? It depends. Uh, like uh, I, I had the experience uh, even in in companies before, and here in IPAM it's uh, it's qu quite easy. Uh, most people are from uh, from Russia, from Ukraine, uh, from Czech Republic, even Slovakia, and so on. And um, I think like those people. Even it's a like it's a huge part of Europe, right? It's a huge area, but still, in in some way, there is some some connection between uh, those nationalities, uh, and it's not so hard. There are differences, but it's not so hard uh, to communicate with such people. Usually, the working life, day-to-day -day life, it's it's very easy because when when you when the cultures are really too different, uh, you sometimes uh, get absolutely different outcome or nothing at all uh, when you say basically the same things. Yeah, I know what you mean. And it's basically believed that every nation has its own soul. And uh, getting to that, what is the Czech soul like? I really would like to hear it from a local. Well, uh, <laughs> we, we, we call that uh, Jaroslav Hasek, he, he uh, wrote a book about Dobry Vojak Šveik, good good soldier Schweik. and uh, basically upon to this day uh, it's uh, it's kind of serves as a as a mirror of uh, of Czech nation of Czech soul uh, of course like with every generation is a bit different and it maybe changes a bit but but you still kind of get something back uh, of this of this Schweikism uh, because like everything that surrounds you, your parents, everything. So it's still, I, I would say, it still lives uh, inside of us. I see. Good to know. Thank you. And um, getting back once again to the office, what language do you speak at work? <laughs> oh, good question. Actually, before, I, uh, before we started here, uh, the office was mostly Russian-Ukrainian and uh, at least uh, my team that I was in. So they spoke uh, usually just Russian and uh, there were a lot of those guys were actually uh, learning Czech language. So they wanted uh, us to speak to them in Czech. Uh, at, the, at the same time, it meant that the main language uh, switched to English. At the same time, a lot of interaction between the old guys stayed in the Russian and at the same time the 
communication with the new guys they wanted to learn the Czech language from us so uh, as you see the the main language was uh, was English or is English but you can see uh, you can hear also like Czech Russian Ukrainian here anything it's a nice mixture really it is and so you basically learned a little bit of Russian and Ukrainian yourself Yes, yes, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> It's nice. And uh, what about the current situation? Uh, do you prefer to work from home or at the office? And why? I would say uh, definitely from the office. At the same time, I'm, I'm for sure glad that uh, even during the absolute lockdown and everything, I could still work, so even from home. Uh, but anyway, apart from that, I for sure prefer the office because of many reasons. Firstly, is that when when you work from home, you kind of, I would say, bit for forget to be human. So, uh, so just just the thing that every day you wake up, you put some clothes on, you you make yourself uh, look better, and you go to some office, you you walk a bit to the office, you walk back. Uh, so that's the first thing. Second thing is definitely that uh, the communication is uh, is better when you're on place because you, you can have some very basic simple question that you can just fire on a person and he or she just replies in 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 a second and the whole transaction of the information just takes like two or three seconds and it's uh, natural and it's nice even like to to have some connection with people whereas when when i just need to ask business analysts or whatever uh whoever uh some basic question via some messaging uh program well i need to write it so it takes some time and then it arrives at the at the person place and uh, they maybe are uh, just uh, full of something else at the moment and they they uh, they forget about it and then they then you need to ask them again or they reply in two hours and so 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 the communication is uh, is definitely another thing and it's not so easy how do you like to start your working day Okay, so so I wake up. Uh, I usually go through some market information, just uh, just as my like uh, own personal interest. I I have some uh, some vitamins and stuff like this, and I go to the office. And in the office, uh, I have a coffee, have a small small talk uh, in the coffee room for i don't know like very quick it's just brief one usually usually there is some person so you you talk for two three minutes and yeah then then i set sit at the computer go through the emails and i usually mm, think about what i will do the next day when i'm going to sleep so i already have uh, in in my head like some basic uh, flow chart of what i will be doing uh, that day But of course, that can quickly change uh, based uh, upon the request of the client. This is this is how I go about it. What do you look forward to at work? Well, definitely some interaction, you know, like those um, adjustments or those uh, those uh, problems that uh, you will you will have because that what uh, pushes you to to be better and. Uh, Then, like basically, people mostly like to have some good talk at lunch and uh, in the coffee room, etc. What is the most exciting part of your job right now? 
So uh, it's a lot of new new technologies that uh, I need to learn about, like the protocols, uh, the data streams, uh, the uh, technologies that are used. So this is what I look forward to. Okay, and where where do you learn these new technologies from? Well, usually, usually uh, the client or uh, even on our site at EPAM, uh, we we have some like uh, knowledge base. Uh, so that's uh, that's the first thing. Of course, uh, Stackflow, as every programmer uses. Then I have to do some uh, new certifications if it's needed, uh, because uh, EPAM as a company wants you to grow. And uh, of course, I want it as well. So uh, just recently, I had to do a new cer- certification in one of the technologies that we are going to use in the future. So this was also very nice. I was given time for that and uh, also given the resources for that. So you've mentioned the most challenging moment and what was the best moment in your career? The best moment with EPAM uh, definitely Well, I will start with uh, how how it starts because uh, EPAM uh, on both projects that I had so far encourages you to, and it's logical, uh, encourages you to come with ideas uh, to the client, not just do what the client needs, but to also show the client uh, what you think uh, can be good for the client. And if the client approves it, then you can basically make a project out of it and work on it. So far, this was for sure the best moment when we when we basically pushed uh, some performance uh, improvements, a huge one on our former client side. And uh, I had a big say there like to, to come up with uh, a few things. So yeah, this, uh, this was, uh, I was uh, quite proud of, and it was also a great teamwork because it was something that came from our own heads and it was uh, also very valued in the end uh, by the client. So that was very nice. It's cool. And um, what is the biggest surprise at work you've had in the last few months well definitely how how company can quickly switch uh from the usual way of working to to this like everybody working from home and be it on epam side or even the client side and it was so nice to see that uh, people can quickly adapt to new waves and what about you Was it challenging for you to adapt to the new normal? No, no, not really, not really. It's uh, the only thing, is, as we spoke about it, I missed the communication and uh, the interaction with my co-workers. But otherwise, uh, it was quite natural for us. And what uh, do you think helped you to do that? The the very, very easy way to to be able to connect uh, to work from home uh, it's basically no difference uh, as doing it from from the office so uh, that was very natural way to to change uh, change your working day uh, without any problem and what do you think will be next for year 2021 well there there will be definitely even more cloud services everything is uh, 
already migrate either migrated to cloud or companies are starting to do it so we have to go with those new solutions uh, be it from microsoft or amazon so yeah this is definitely the future and with it comes a great wave of scalability and a great wave of uh, of sharing uh, all the knowledge because uh, you can share uh, the repository or gallery of your ideas with your coworkers on the same platform. So this is definitely the future that you don't have to reinvent the wheel again and rather just uh, use uh, somebody else's idea and just uh, push it uh, to your needs and to to be productive and to be able to come up as i said before to come up with my own ideas of how to do things and uh, show it can be good you know i always ask for a recommendation a book a movie and the city that impressed you the most so far uh the book uh definitely in 1984 by george orwell yeah it's over 70 70 years old and basically in that time when he was writing it people were reflecting on the second world war and he was already looking to the future and i think uh, he was uh, he was right about many things and i think this uh, book was actual is actual and will be actually in the future as well so yeah this is definitely the book i would recommend and what about the movie and the series So what are your favorites here? Well, from from movies, I would rather speak about the TV series there. I would recommend uh it's quite old. Right now it will be around 15-18 years. Uh it's called The Wire and it's basically one of the first HBO series. Uh it's it's a, not a documentary, but at the same time it's a very very uh connected uh, to the reality basically even a lot of the actors uh, that were used in the TV series uh, are just local people from Baltimore and i think this is this is the hardest uh, thing to do for a movie producer or tv show producer is to do something that is not real but still that it's uh, it's it's not artificially made to be wow or something because uh, the life itself can be really wow <laughs> so this uh, this is what i like about it what about the city <laughs> this, this is a tricky question for me because uh, well as i said i i really love traveling but at the same time uh, the cities are not really the point of my traveling it's the it's it's the bottom of the list i would say the thing that i like the least uh, about traveling but if i would have to say one city that i like the most still prague i would say i would stay at home why is that i think it's very nice or very good combination of uh, of its size it's it's not not so big not too small we have really good uh, public transport we have really good uh, places to go there is always uh, something happening uh, happening around the city so yeah this is what i like about it thank you very much thomas it was a pleasure to talk to you today so today with thomas we have discussed a range of topics starting from working experience new normal work life and to the enigmatic chef so and the traveling and of course the recommendations my takeaway for 
today's talk would be there is a natural connection between art and craft. So it depends how you look at it. But for Thomas, programming is a craft he's proud to do. Team, freedom, constant professional growth. That's what it's like to be a part of the Palm Czech Republic, according to Thomas. The life itself is wonderful. So let's enjoy. Thank you very much for staying with us today and stay tuned for our next episode.